Welcome to Makers and Shakers of Chinese History. I'm Mark. Today we'll hear a story about an eminent scientist who lived some 1,000 years ago during the Northern Song Dynasty. A native of Tiantang in Zhejiang province, Shen Kuo was a scholar of astronomy, literature, physics, chemistry, calendars, geology, meteorology and medical science. Can that describe all of his scientific talents? Not at all. He was also widely recognized as an outstanding engineer, excellent military strategist and a tactful diplomat. So Shen Kuo was well known for being knowledgeable since ancient times in China. Now let's open our fact box. Shen Kuo was the first person in the world to discover the existence of geomagnetic deflection, referring to the fact that the compass does not point directly to the north. It's speculated that he was doing experiments comparing the north-south orientation determined by a compass with the result from a sundial, and he discovered that the magnetic needle of a compass points either south or north. He then asserted that the compass needle pointed south, but with a deviation, stating that the magnetic needles always pointed slightly east rather than directly south. This theory about magnetic declination was recorded more than 400 years before Columbus in the West. Also in physics, he conducted many experiments researching the imaging principle of the concave mirror and law of resonance. In order to prove his resonance theory, he made paper-cut characters play musical instruments. The book Meng Shi Bi Tan, written by Shen with a literal translation of Dreampool Essays, was widely regarded as an important piece of scientific work in ancient China and a milestone in the history of Chinese science. In the field of mathematics, he developed techniques that lay the foundations for spherical trigonometry and high-order arithmetic progressions. Was Shen Kuo just a scholar then? In fact, Shen Kuo made great achievements not only in science, but also in defending the territory of the Northern Song government. During the Northern Song period, conflicts between different regimes were acute. The aristocratic rulers of the Liao and Western Sha governments in the north often invaded the Song, where they raided people and livestock, greatly damaging the local society and economy. Shen Kuo was a firm supporter of battling against these invasions. Then, in 1074, Shen was appointed an inspection officer and his official duties included monitoring the production of weapons. He'd carefully studied a number of military issues, such as urban defense, military vehicles, weapons, strategic tactics, etc., and wrote extensively on a wide range of strategies, successfully applying advanced science and technology to military affairs. At the same time, Shen Kuo did in-depth research on the production of weapons, such as bows, crossbows, armor, knives and guns, and made quite a few contributions to improving the quality of weapons and equipment.
Shenkur held a number of official posts during his lifetime, which required a number of business trips. He served as an envoy to the Liao state, a regime founded by an ethnic minority called Kitan, and led troops in battle. As Shen Kuo travelled to the Liao, he painted a book with rich illustrations about local landscapes and customs. Shen's largest atlas included around 20 maps of China and foreign regions that were drawn at a uniform scale of 1 to 900,000. Shen also created a raised relief map using sawdust, wood, beeswax and wheat paste. In terms of geography, he learnt about the erosion of water from the topography of Yandang Mountain and deduced the formation process of the alluvial plain based on the findings of the biological remains in the rocks of Taihang Mountain. At one time he served as the highest financial official and even director of the Imperial Observatory. As accomplished as he was, many of his colleagues disliked him. One of the reasons is that he was often caught gossiping behind people's backs. Here are a couple of anecdotes to share with you. At court, Shen was a political favourite of Chancellor Wang Anshe, who was the leader of the political faction of reformers. Wang offered Shen a number of important government projects to prove his abilities, for instance the engineering of hydraulic power in Zhejiang province and harnessing the energy of a river in the capital city, both of which were well completed by Shen. However, after Chancellor Wang fell from power due to controversies resulting from his new reforms, Shen Kuo, who used to be a staunch supporter of Wang's new reforms, made several negative comments about Wang, in spite of their friendship. The next year, Wang resumed his post as the Chancellor and blamed Shen for his treachery and advised the Emperor and other colleagues not to trust him, in spite of his talents. Shen Kuo also stabbed the famous poet Su Shi in the back, almost costing the poet's life. On an inspection tour to Zhejiang, Shen was advised by the emperor to meet Su Shi, who was the local official in the province. Su and Shen had a meal together, and the trusting poet allowed the man to copy his new poems. After returning to the capital, however, Shen annotated the part that he thought was politically incorrect and reported it to the Emperor. The Emperor soon ordered the detention of the poet and almost beheaded him. These incidents shrouded Shen in a bad reputation. The new Chancellor, Tsai Chua, ousted Shen from his seat of office with the accusation that he was held responsible for the Northern Song government's failure in a critical war with the Western Shah regime. Shen's life was forever changed as he lost his once reputable career in the government and military. Shen was then put under probation in a fixed residence for the next few years. However, as he was isolated from governance, he decided to dedicate himself to intensive scholarly studies. His famous scientific work, Mang Shi Bi Tan, 
Dream Pool Essays was completed in his retirement. In the book he wrote a lot about the animals and plants he'd seen on his many tours, such as giant clams in the South China Sea, crocodiles in Chaozhou, Chinese wolfberry in the nation's northwest, and jerboas in the desert of northern China. The book also introduced methods of killing pests. Shenkur also had profound knowledge about fossils. In fact, he was the first person who recorded and named petroleum, an important energy resource for mankind. Dreampool Essays was widely regarded as an important scientific work in ancient China. Today, this amazing 1,000-year-old scientific work has been translated into a number of different languages, including English, French, German and Japanese. In his personal life, Shenkur had long been the victim of domestic violence from his horrific second wife. Shenkur had two marriages. His second wife, surnamed Jiang, was said to be overbearing and fierce. She was often abusive to Shen, and even once attempted to pull off his beard. Lady Jiang went as far as to drive out Shenkur's son from his first marriage, expelling him from the house. However, after Lady Jiang had died, Shenkur fell into a deep depression and even attempted to jump into the Yangtze River. Although this suicide attempt failed, he died a year later. Eight hundred years after his demise, the Purple Mountain Observatory of the Chinese Academy of Sciences named an asteroid 2027, discovered in 1964, Shen Kuo Star, to commemorate this outstanding scientific genius on July the 1st, 1979. Special thanks to San Lian Yongdu for making this podcast possible. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe via wherever you tune in. I'm Mark, and I'll see you next time on Makers and Shakers of Chinese History.